Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. Hey, it's Brett Morani here for another Bible Chat. I have my friend Eric Pement in the studio. We're in the book of Acts, Eric, and I'd love for us to talk about one of the most significant passages in the New Testament because it helps us to navigate the transition from Old Covenant to New Covenant. We, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, are under the New Covenant. Christ came to fulfill the law. He did that. And there is a radical transition that took place in God's economy, if you will, as to how people related to God from the Old Testament to the New Testament because of Christ and what he came and did through his cross and through his resurrection, through his ascension to the Father, through sending the Holy Spirit to dwell in the hearts of men as a fulfillment prophet Ezekiel, Jeremiah, that he would now dwell in the hearts of men, no longer need for a temple, no more need for a tabernacle. God, we are his tabernacle. We are his temple. He's living in us. But one of the questions that was dealt with in the early church that had to be wrestled through was, we have all these Jewish traditions, all these Old Testament uh, habits and patterns and traditions and festivals and all this, but yet now the gospel was breaking out among the Gentiles rapidly and they were coming to faith in Christ. And because Christianity was initially started primarily among the Jews, it was, it was the fulfillment of Judaism. You have all these Jewish Christians. They're trying to understand, because they're holding on to a lot of these traditions and continuing them from their, the old covenant. They're handed down. They're handed down. This is their habits. This is what they do. They still go to the temple to pray. You see that early in Acts. where They're on, on the way for the hour of prayer at the temple. And they got all these Gentiles coming in. And now the question is, do they have to become Jewish to become a Christian? Do they got to be like us? Do they got to embrace all this Jewish stuff? Exactly right. We're in a, an entirely opposite position where the even today, you know, all the people are mo- the the vast majority of the Christians are non-Jewish. We call that a Gentile. Uh, right. In the old days, Gentiles referred to pagan Greeks, but technically, Gentiles just refers to anyone who's not a Jew. And uh, the, when we try to see whether Jewish believers are even allowed to become uh, Christians, we think, well, they have to give up their Judaism. Well, actually, the situation was reversed in the first century. If you're a Gentile, you have to give up your Gentileness and become a Jew. And what's the mark of being a Jew? The mark of being a Jew in the flesh is a circumcision, a mark on the skin uh, of the male. And uh, the other mark is the mark of the Sabbath. The Sabbath was the day of rest. Uh, one of the Ten Commandments, the fourth commandment of the Ten, uh, is that, remember, this honor the Sabbath day to keep it holy, and there were Sabbath laws. And so mm-hmm. the third thing was what you eat, mm-hmm. uh, and that's called the kosher laws. And you had to only eat kosher food, and you had to only recognize the Sabbath day. You had to be, uh, uh, excuse me, circumcised in the flesh. And go through the Jewish initiation ritual, which were a, a, a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah mm-hmm. if, you're a, if you're a girl or a woman. And so those things were the mark of Judaism. And so now when we have Gentiles coming into the Christian church and now being accepted, they're being accepted by God as Christians. And I want you to understand the primary question is, can we reject those whom God has accepted? I'm going to mm-hmm. repeat that. Mm-hmm. Is it proper for anyone to reject those whom God has accepted? 
And in Acts chapter 10, we have the conversion of Cornelius. Mm-hmm. Conversion of Cornelius, which was accompanied by speaking in tongues mm-hmm. and glorifying God, which tongues were not necessary for Peter to communicate. They didn't occur until after his conversion. Right. Well, yeah. And so, but the, the issue is God has accepted them and given them the same Holy Spirit that he gave to the Jewish people. Peter and those who accompanied him, he had about eight or seven or eight other people with him at the same time. And the uh, evidence that God has accepted means that if God has accepted them, then we as Jews need to accept them as well. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that occurred a few years earlier, uh, maybe a year or a year or so. And in Acts chapter 15, we now have the Jerusalem Council. Yeah, popularly known to us today as the Jerusalem Council, where they gathered in Jerusalem to deal with this question that was really dominating the conversation among God's people in regard to what do we do with all these Gentiles? And this didn't come quickly. I just, I'm just i a letters, numbers yeah. guy. Christ died AD 33. Council in Jerusalem is about AD 50. Yeah. So it's a good 17 years after the death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus mm-hmm. that this meeting occurred. And it had... Massive ramifications for the history of the church. Oh, yes. It had massive ramifications, and it showed that the apostles were awake to seeing what God is doing. And God is not simply now concentrating his uh, work on building a Jewish nation, the nation of Israel, with territory and promises of land. God is intends to have the whole world. He's got the whole world in his hands. Right. right. Yeah. He yeah. intends to have the whole world become his throne. Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Whereas a couple of, not just a couple, but two we primarily think of of Jesus' disciples, they were they were all about... Let's overthrow Rome, the sons of thunder, right? Mm-hmm. And and even this was still on the mind of the apostles after the death and resurrection of Jesus. Acts chapter one, right before the ascension, we see them saying, "Now are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel?" Yes, they're still wanting this and longing for this political uh, nation to be restored and for Rome to be thrown out of Israel and for them to have the the, the you know establish the throne of David again. So they're looking for a human political government of a nation of Israel as God's people, and God's like, you guys aren't getting it. I I don't blame them because if you read the prophecies, they are prophecies that look at first, at at straightforward glance as land, uh, as land, territory, rulers, and uh, submission of the other countries to Israel, (laughs) including them bringing tribute and paying money. And so you you, you understand why they thought that, but there was actually- They were failing to see the prophecies that dealt with the whole global ramifications of God's kingdom. That's right, right. So There's a spiritual application here. Yeah, so so let's move on into, or let's move in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as we move in, we see that uh, the the issue came across not actually with the conversion of Judy of of Cornelius, but now with the conversion of uh, of of excuse me with the intrusion of other people in fifteen one certain men which came down from Judea. They came from Judea. They actually traveled north to Antioch, uh, which is in Syria said, unless you are circumcised, as Moses commands, you cannot be saved. And so they insisted, okay, you have now been uh, converted by mentally believing that Jesus is the, is the Messiah. We agree with that. Yeah. But now you have to be circumcised, which is the mark of Judaism. You, which, in essence, is saying you still have to go back and obey the Old Testament laws to be saved. It's a covenant of Abraham. Genesis chapter 17, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's there. But even then, 
And Paul makes this clear in Romans. They weren't being saved by obeying the laws. Their righteousness came through faith. Yes. Genesis 15, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. So the Old Testament saints were saved by keeping the law, although they were told to keep the law. But Paul makes it really clear. They were told to keep the law to help them to see they needed a savior. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose of the law is to show us our sinfulness that we cannot live righteous lives. We need a savior. We need someone to come rescue us. This is what God gave to us. We go to heaven not because we're good people. We go to heaven because Jesus was good and took our place. And we get his righteousness. So I know we're getting into gospel and, and soteriology here, the doctrine of salvation, but it's very relevant to this because at this point in time, they're teaching something that was going to completely obscure the gospel itself. You've got to keep God's laws to be saved. Well, and you uh, don't have to keep God's laws to be saved. You get a, saved, and then you will want to obey the Lord and mm-hmm. do what's right. Mm-hmm. Now, circumcision was a mark in the flesh, and it was an initiation ceremony. An initiation is something you can only do one time. A man can't get circumcised twice. You can only do it once. But doing this thing the one time brings you in, and it's the mark that uh, someone else can look at, and that's what Jewish men actually did, to see whether you were in or out. The initiation for Christians is not circumcision. It is actually what brings you into the Christian faith. It's uh, salvation, being born again, and the mark of the Christian is something you also need to look at, but it's having a new heart and a new life. The mark of the Christian is something visible, and I think the mark of the Christian is a a new nature of love. Amen. Amen. The mark of love. Now, for time's sake, I'll tell you what, let's come back and do another chat, and we're going to talk about the conclusion the apostles came to. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth Podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville. It is copyrighted by Brett A. Mirani, 2022.